and Jack's right here, it only plays 72, 7,300 because a lot of the holes are downhill off the tee. Um, you know, and so that, that's something that he noted there. Um, the par threes are really hard. Uh, you know, they, three of them rank in the top, you know, like seven holes on the course and difficulty. Um, the par fives are, are gettable that you got to do some, some work on the par fives for sure. Um, talking to some guys that are there, caddies that were out there today, you know, that have been there a lot of times, some of them, even with players that have won, um, saying that the greens, you know, are firm already early in the week. Uh, you know, so there's still kind of that new surface, like you were talking about, but already a little bit of firmness on Monday. Um, the rough's up, uh, which is good. You know, it's it's a strong test. It's it's a little bit patchier in the fairways and, and definitely a little bit more, you know, uniform around the greens. Um, and it's still kind of growing. You know, it's it's ready to go. The, the weather's good for it. Um, and, and, you know, an interesting thing, the winds, I feel like early on the week, the practice rounds are going to have the south wind going. It's going to be hot. And then a front kind of comes through in on Wednesday, Thursday, you know, the early forecast I took a peek at. And as the tournament goes on, the winds are going to be a lot lighter out of a variable direction. So that's an interesting uh, factor, I think, as well. And you talk about the defense out here. I mean, strategy. Anytime Jack builds a golf course, he's going to want you to think. So that's a big defense out there. You've got a lot of bunkering off the tee and around the greens. Uh, Definitely sometimes you're having to carry some of those bunkers with your irons. Um, you know, there's water hazards out there, lakes, creeks, um, you know, and there's some intimidating shots. You know, Jack was a, you know, obviously a guy that when it was time, you know, he could step up and hit the shots. And so he's going to make you hit some shots out at his place. Uh, and and as you mentioned, the greens can get fast out there. Maybe they haven't been as recently, but I do agree with you. I think they're going to be more of the the fast to lightning variety this week. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, you know, I think that, you know, when I'm looking at stats this week, you know, we're always looking at strokes gained approach pretty much every week, Mm -hmm. Um, especially on a course like this. I'm looking at ball striking. I think around the green play is going to be important here. Um, You know, sometimes you get a course where it doesn't really matter all that much. If you just listen to quotes from the players, if you just look at the stats that tend to show up the most here this week, Around the green play is certainly important. I do want to look at putting on bent. I like to look at that. I like to look at par five scoring anytime we get a, a par 72 with four par fives and bogey avoidance as well. Bogey avoidance is one of those that kind of co- crops up for me on a week like this where it's a, it's a tough course. Um, there's a lot of danger off the tee. We talked about the water that's in play. Um, you know, strong field. You got You can't really... You just can't have those blow-up holes out here. you really got to keep control of your ball. One thing I'll say about the par-5 scoring, though, you know, if you look at quotes the last two years, really, since they uh, from players, the, since they really kind of redid this course, they talked about how, like, Jack sort of took away, like, some of the ability to hit these par-5s in two. I mean, you can go at them, but I think it's they're pretty difficult to go at. It's not easy. So... They talked about a lot of layups on these par fives. So if that's the case, your wedge game has really got to be, you know, on point when you're on these par fives to try and birdie them. Yeah, no, and, and you're right. And, you know, one of the things, and there, there's been some first-time winners around here. There has, but you, you do see guys that, you know, have experience around this place. I know you're a course history guy. I, I kind of am too. And so you talk about, like, laying up on par fives you know, what, what hole locations are good to lay up to. So you have an experienced caddy maybe, or you've been around there a little bit. Hey, this is a good one to take on into. This is a little better one to get an angle or to have an ability to, to catch some spin. Um, and I agree with you on all those stat categories you talked about. The around the green really was interesting. Just when I clicked around on Fantasy National to see kind of like who played well last year and then kind of what categories, you know, were also relevant at the top of the leaderboard and around the green is that and and the rough's high and you've got bunkers so a lot of times you're like oh you know you just hit these little splash shots whatever it doesn't take any skill but that's not the case around there and and I think that's a little bit about leaving it in the right place and then also kind of having the hands to not only get on the green but have the right you know touch to get it close another one that just that I looked at was tee to green which is a little bit, you know, more that's just available on Fantasy National where it's just like, hey, how are these guys doing, you know, from tee to green? Obviously, that one correlated a lot to past leaderboards as well. 
Yeah, no, I agree. Um, all right, well, let's get to the top of the board here. Okay, we're going to go with our bets up to 25 to 1. Now, look, you've got uh, – these These are DraftKings uh, that are that are coming up here on the board. But we've got John Rahm at 8 to 1. You've got Patrick Cantlay in here at 10 to 1. Two guys who have won uh, here recently. you got, uh, you know, Rory's in the field at 12 to 1. Xander – 12 to 1. I think you're going to get a better number than 12 to 1 and elsewhere for Xander. Morikawa's in here. Shane Lowry. Jordan Spieth at 22 to 1. Cam Smith at 22 to 1. And Matthew Fitzpatrick at 25 to 1. Now, if I'm talking about my strategy this week, okay, at the top of the board, I definitely think you got to pay attention to it. Now, DB loves his long shots, okay? He loves to have some big balls, all right? This week, I don't know if you can let those balls hang so much, okay? If you just look at the past champions here. Now, we could go back to Dirt McGirt, William McGirt. Yeah. We could go back to Jason Duffner. All right, but the a little Lingmurth action. A little Lingmurth. So you've gotten some long shots here. But when you look at the field that we have, I do tend to want to look in this, like, this range and then the next range, that 26 to 1 to 75 to 1 range, a little bit more than I'm going with the long shots. It's just... You know, that's just my strategy this week. So I'm going to be paying attention to these guys in the shorter range. And two guys that I like, two guys I like. Xander popped up on the screen, all right? We can get Xander. Actually, I've seen him as as long as 21 to 1, I think, on Fandle. Um, so I think Xander around that 20 to 1 number, if you can get him there, go ahead and, and just pluck it up right now. You yeah. got to get Xander. Also, Shane Lowry is at 25 to 1. He's another one. I've, I've loved Shane Lowry all year. I have been so close, so close with Shane, but he has not done it for me. But I think this is a good course fit for him. I like Shane. Those are my two guys here in this, uh, this shorter range that I just absolutely love this week. Hey, hey, Pat, this is going to be a short show if it keeps going like this, because <laughs> that's right where I was too, man. Like, you know, and I was with you at the top of the board. And I found it easier, actually, to poke holes in guys at the top of the board this week. For some reason, I was able to poke holes in every guy's, you know, being like, oh, Morikawa, like, he's got a great track record here. But is his form the same as previous? Not really. And so I wasn't as high on him, although, you know, he can pop any week. But I was big on Xander. And I I like to bet Xander a lot, too. I mean, you know, you're always waiting for Xander to hit that one. And and, and the, the odds makers show him a lot of respect to it, week in and week out. He's a guy that's got three straight top 15s here. Um, and really, you know, a pretty good putter on bent grass traditionally and hasn't really had that really awesome putting week yet. But his, his form is really good. I mean, he hasn't racked yeah. up as many, like, top fives, but he's been playing really good. Now, he hasn't played good in the two big ones so far this spring, the Masters and the Players. Um but I like Xander a lot this week, too. And, and and just to say one other reason why I like Xander this week. When I looked at the course conditions for the week, yeah, he knows this place. But when you look at the winds being down, he plays better when it's a little calmer, when it's a little bit more of a birdie fest. And so I think that caters even more to him kind of getting hot, getting going. Yeah, so I, I, I'm with you on Xander. I agree. And, you know. I mean, if we're talking about form, he did, you know, finish in the top 15 of the PGA Championship. So, yeah, um, I think, yeah. Um, anybody else in this range, you know, that you really like? Well, I, I do like Lowry as well. And, and you know, he, I saw him at like 25 to 1, um, you know, and he played well here last year. I think he finished sixth and he's playing as good a golf as he's ever played in his career right now. Just week in and week out. He's going to be rested. Um, I think he took the week off last week. So, you know, he's been kind of plotting his schedule around there. There's a lot of guys in this top range that are coming in here in the mid range too, that are playing for sure. Their third week in a row, some of them are playing their fourth and and the scheduling just worked out that way. Um, you know, so, uh, I think, um, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, you know, I could see a lot of those guys like a Rory or a Rom, like I could see them playing well this week, but along the, the the odds of kind of db's theory it's like i don't know do you want to get in on them too much at 10 to 1 you know it feels a little better to get in on xander at 18 or 20 to 1 yeah no i agree i rom to me just i just don't know he 
he and Colin Morikawa to me are both stayaways. I just I feel like they don't have their games where you know they've been. I mean, yes, I know Rom won in Mexico, but come on. I mean, it was such yeah. a weak field event. Yeah. Um, you know, had the T forty eight of the PGA Championship. I, I just haven't felt like you know Rom has had it together pretty much all year. Um, and I don't want to I don't want to play him as a favorite. Yeah. With all that being said, so yeah. John Rahm for me is a stay away. You know, Morikawa is another guy that I'm looking at that, you know, I think has a decent number this week, but he, I just feel like he's a little bit out of sorts. I've watched him a lot lately. He just, he's putted terribly. Um, the ball striking hasn't been quite as good as it, it normally is for Collins. So for me, I'm, I am going to stay away from those two. I don't know if you have any thoughts on Rahm or, or Kawa, but the, those are kind of my stay aways here. No, those are the those are the same two thoughts I had too. You know, um, Rom's around the green game has, continues to be poor, and you highlighted that you need that this week. Um, and so, you know, that's that's that way. And and Morikawa, as bad as his putting's been, when he came in previously and played well, you know, he had a little bit even higher iron play coming in, and he's just not up to his standard. And you know, if his putting's not going to be good, he's going to need to really be on with his irons. He has putted well. Here before though, I was intrigued by Rory for a little while. Uh, you know, watching him that final round charge at the PGA Championship. Um, but again, you know, he's kind of had a, been a hit and miss guy around here. The one that I'm just going to kind of uh, say stay away from and, and try to build a case is Jordan Spieth. Um, oh, okay, and- I got to hear this. I got to hear this. <laughs> so, so my my Jordan Spieth stay away. I mean, he's been playing. Really good, obviously. Um, three weeks in a row in his own backyard, right? Then Byron Nelson played really well there. Got to go up the up the road, take a short little flight, goes to Southern Hills, you know, plays okay. Then he gets to go back to his one of his best places, figures out a way to backdoor a top 10, didn't really have his best stuff, continues to miss short putts. And um now, here he is on his fourth week. Do you think if this was not Jack's tournament that he would be here this week? And you see some discipline from some guys. Uh, Scotty Scheffler, Sam Burns isn't here this week. I mean, guys are having to figure out, hey, do I want to have a, a, two weeks off before that U.S. Open? Do I, do I want to go play? Can't You know, there's all these different scenarios. These guys, I, I, I'm a little bit surprised, honestly, that Spieth is here. And his ball flight doesn't really fit this place. So I'm just going to go out on a limb. I could totally fall on my face on this one, but I'm just going to stay away from Jordan Spieth this week. You know, I, you may have talked me into that. Cause I don't, I don't feel that strongly about Spieth this week, other than I just, you know, he has been playing well, all the things that you've said, but I agree. I mean, when you're getting close to another major championship, which we're just two weeks away. Um, so, you know, who knows? I think he's here definitely because it's Jack's tournament. Um, and he plays it a lot. I mean, you look at the last yeah. few few years. I mean, he's played it pretty much every year. Uh, I don't, he hasn't skipped it. So he could be, you know, just kind of getting here to go through the motions a little bit before he gets a little bit of a break. So we'll see about that. Um, all right. Before we get to the next range here, I got to talk about Front Nine Coffee. Our friends there, you know, I did some work for Front Nine, by the way, John. Uh, Last week, I did some commercials for him. Oh, you did some commercials, and, and, and you know what I was? I was a caddy. I was a caddy in the commercials. Oh, beautiful! So, what yeah. were you like? What was the gist of the commercials? We're, we're going to hear yeah. these soon, I assume. Yeah, I was. You know, I was helping. Uh, I was helping the the guy that was making the coffee. I was making sure he his arm oh. angles were correct. <laughs> I was. I was making sure that I had things done, like grinding the beans. And you know, they have fantastic beans, by the way, at Front Nine Coffee. It's it's small batch artisan coffee, roasted daily and ground to order for you their coffee doesn't just sit on a shelf in a store losing its flavor you know it's just, it's not just it's not going to waste there okay john all right grounds for golfers go to frontninecoffee.com their beans are imported from the finest coffee growing regions around the world and roasted in south carolina ground for you so you can choose the perfect ground for your coffee routine all right you can you can you can get whole beans i get whole beans all right, I got a grinder and all that kind of stuff. You can get it ground ground up. Doesn't matter. By the way, great flavors. And you know, here's a here's a little hint, or I'm, this is a little teaser, John. Okay. 
DB and I are going to have our own flavors. All right. I heard I, this. I, I feel like people are going to like my flavor more than they they're going to like uh, DB's flavor. I'm not going to tell tell you what it is, but but I think that they're they're going to like mine better. But they do have some some great flavors. They got match play, roasted smooth and bold for that three and two closeout victory. <laughs> they also got a Lauderdale light roast, so a little lighter lighter coffee there. They got ca- now this one's I like Captain's Choice Kahlua Caramel. Okay, if you want like that Kahlua taste in your coffee, but you don't actually you can't like actually put the alcohol in there, maybe that's what you go with. Okay, um, but anyway, go head over to FrontNineCoffee.com. Use code TJ10. You get ten percent off your order every single time. Every single time you go in there, John. If you order today. And use TJ10, okay? You get 10% off. If you want to order two days from now and get some more coffee and use the same code, they aren't going to block you out. They're going to let you do it again, all right? So go to frontninecoffee.com, use code TJ10. TJ10. All right, I wrote it down because we need some new coffee at home. Mm -hmm. I'm in. All right, let's move on to the next range. All right, now this is a juicy range for me. Yeah. Okay, we got a lot of guys here. You got you got guys like Hideki. You got guys like Sun J M, Cam Young, who's been playing really well. You got Max Homa in here. You got you got the Chileans up in here. Neiman, Pereira. You got uh you you could even you could even play around with Matt Kuchar this week if you wanted to. Okay. So there's a lot of guys here in this range. I, I'm a I'm a big fan here. I've got several names that I will start with. Um Actually, you know what? Why don't we do this? While you start with what you think in this range, what, your favorite guys, okay. John, and then I'll, I'll piggyback off of you because I think we're going to have a few of the same plays. But you tell me who your favorite are in this range. Yeah, well, you know, I know you're. I know you're on this guy, Hideki at twenty eight. You playing him? Yes. Yeah. Yes. He loves Hideki. Yes. Uh so he's obviously in good form, two wins this year, coming to a place that he's won at before in his first try, which we should take note of. Um, he hasn't played it as good lately, but I feel like this is a really more comfortable Hideki coming in there. Like after that Masters win, he just feels like a guy that's a little bit more like doesn't need to have his best stuff to play well. Like, and he's he just he's been popping him with good results still. So I, I like Hideki this week. Um, I think he's going to be bet heavily, uh, but I, I don't know how you're going to get any better numbers on this guy for the rest of the year. And, and I've been on record. You probably have to, he's going to win this year is cam young, right? Yes. Uh, 40 to one. Uh, that guy is so good. And we saw it at the PGA. He's been racking up top fives like last month or last four times he's teed it up in the last year. His caddy is really a good dude uh, mentored by Paul Tesori, the Wake Forest connection. Like these guys get it. They ask the right questions. It's their first time around, but I don't think it's going to be one that intimidates them. I, I think it'll, it'll fit in very nicely with him. Um, definitely intrigued uh, by Max Homa. Uh, you know, can he continue to play well? Uh, I, I like what he's been doing on bent grass lately. Uh, I think Max is there at that, 40 to one number two. And then a little further down the board, you talk about a top 20 play Um, Patrick Reed on a top 20. And if you want to sprinkle a little bit on him to win, be my guest because you know, he's starting to show up a little bit more every week. He had a nice week last week at the colonial, the ball striking numbers have been really good the last two weeks. I may have heard too, that he has like a driver change potentially. I don't know if he's still swinging, the PXG. And I saw, I was down at Colonial last week for three days with the Caddy Network. And I had a chance to see Patrick. I've never seen him like more fit and he's, he's lost some weight. Like he's not done. Like he's, he's looks like he's ready to go. Uh, Got a little bit of his swag back. So those are a couple names that popped, uh, you know, to me in that little range. I'm I'm interested to hear who you like and and maybe some of the other ones, you know, Kutra, I heard you mention, uh, who's been playing good at, at Kuchar tracks. He's, he's rejuvenated a little bit. My concern with Kuchar is, is his iron game as good as it used to be to give him the opportunities uh, to make the putts? Cause his putter is still fantastic. So 
open it yeah. up to you there. Yeah, Pat. no, I, I agree there. By the way, producer Sam just come. I mean, producer Sam has really been is on point tonight. He really is. So, yes, Patrick Reed did have a driver change before okay. last week. Um yeah, Kucher's interesting to me, but only I think I'm going to use him more in DFS. I, I don't think I want to bet him, but in DFS, we'll, we'll talk about that in the next show. But I, I do think uh, Kucher is in play there. A few guys I like besides Hideki because I'm a big fan of Hideki this week. Um, I, I think you you still ride the Davis Riley train that we're going on right there you here. Go. I mean, Davis Riley has been playing absolutely fantastic. Um, you look at the stats for him. I mean, he's he's top 30 in the field in ball striking. He's 14th in the field in strokes gained or in, in par five scoring. He's 32nd in scrambling, you know, avoids bogeys, 13th in the field there, top 40 in strokes gained approach. So I think you still, you know, hang on with Davis Riley here at uh, 60 to 1 is the best number that I've seen Davis Riley. Dude, I love that. I'm reading a text here from our boy DB. He's asking if I'm going to send a fax during the show. <laughs> <laughs> DB likes to try and uh, and distract me. I'm, I've am i got everything on Do Not Disturb. I'm trying not even look at the chat. I'm sure DB's already texted me, but I'm just not even going to – I'm not even going to look. He's probably making fun of me, whatever. All right. So, but I'll give you on Davis Riley and, and, and great I, – I think that's a guy, too, that if you shop around his odds, you can probably find a better number on him. The word's getting out gradually. What's interesting about Davis, I uh, I was grouped with him maybe two years ago. He was on the, on the Corn Ferry Tour, and I was playing down for the week and caddying at a tournament in Missouri. And I got grouped with this guy, and I was like, this guy is unbelievable. Like, polished, really good, ready to go. And he got out on tour, and he's got a veteran caddy in Lance Bennett who's been around tons of wins, you know, great career with Matt Kuchar, Paula Creamer, other guys. and He's been playing really well lately. For a while, when he was playing well at the beginning, his ball striking numbers weren't very good, and he was just putting, right? And everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's just a putter. He's just kind of another – a better bow hostler or whatever. And he, you look at his ball striking numbers lately, and that is more in line with who I saw when I was out there on the Corn Ferry Tour. So that's a good trend to me. Like, this guy's a world beater. He's a PGA Tour winner in the future maybe this week. So I like to call on Davis Riley to, to stay in the mix. He's hungry. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think he's hungry and he's, he's really close. Um, you know, another guy that <laughs> I can't even believe I'm about to bring this guy up. But <laughs> I don't, can Matthew Fitzpatrick get a win? Can he just get a win on tour? I mean, yeah. he's tw- 28 to one, 30 to one. That's, that's about the range I'm seeing him. You know, he's been playing fantastic lately. You, you look at his, his history here. I mean, it's 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 pretty good. Well, I say that. He did miss a cut last year, but then third place in 2020. We obviously know he's been in good form. If you look at the stats, I mean, he is he's going to check a ton of boxes. You look at, I mean, top 20 in ball striking, strokes gained around the green, number one in bogey avoidance, 31st in approach, top 30 in par five scoring. Matthew Fitzpatrick is doing a lot of things right with his ball right now. I just feel like the win has got to come for him. But, you know, I I don't know. I don't know when it's going to be, but 28 to 1 doesn't seem uh, too bad for him. Well, you know, maybe here's the deciding factor because I was intrigued by Fitzpatrick too. Wouldn't it be great to win – at the Memorial Tournament presented by Workday, when you have plastered on your hat week in and week out, Workday. Yeah. You know, and I know that yes. sometimes that happens, but there the may be a sponsor narrative. The sponsor the narrative. The sponsor narrative with Fitzpatrick. He's got one of the best caddies in the business on his bag, Billy Foster. You know, it with, with him, you watched him come down the stretch at the PGA and he kind of crumbled a little bit. And you're right. He just like, when is this guy – going to put it all together and stay out of his own way. And that's the concern with him. Um, But he's played here before he's in good form. You know, you would think that he would be a little more likely to win on a place where the greens are Bermuda, but he he's kind of lost that chance for now for the year. Like he's not going to see any Bermuda for the most part until like Memphis or something. So this is a good opportunity for him. You know, his iron game, in terms of like strokes gained approach, maybe not like as elite as some of these other guys, but that bogey avoidance stat that you mentioned is, is pretty clutch. So I, I don't, I don't hate Matt Fitzpatrick this week. Anybody else here in this range, uh, 
pop for you at all? Um, oh, you know? I think we I think we ran through most of them. I'd have to maybe see the graphic again, but uh, there's nobody. I mean, there we go. It pops up again. I like that. Um, I mean, do you do we do we go with the Chileans? The Chileans have right. been playing well. You got Mito and Joaquin Neiman in here. Um, no, uh, we can't. We I, can't play everybody. So no. So so my knock on Joaquin is he's not going to have the discipline at this place to stay in it the whole week. He fires at too many pins, and then Mito, awesome week at the PGA. Probably should have won that tournament. Um, slower bent grass greens there. Now he's on the fast ones, and he's still not a great putter. So I have no problem staying away from those two this week. Um, Sung JM's a little intriguing to me, but his track record here isn't awesome. Um, you know, and Daniel Berger, for sure now, full-time with Brett Waldman, you know, world-class caddy. They worked a little bit together earlier this year at Hilton Head, but they kicked it off last week again, didn't play well, but he's on his bag now going forward. Um, you know, I see my boy Seamus there. Leishman's not playing great. So, I don't know. I think we covered the main ones there. Yeah, I do I, like my Patrick Reed top 20 bet. Yeah, we'll get the top 20s. Oh, did we'll I get, jump the gun? Yeah, settle, settle down. Settle down. I'm getting a little surge here. Yeah. I mean, you're getting a surge. Yes, yes, you are. All right. Let's talk a little bit more on the long range here. So, we got guys in this, you know, 76 to 1 to 130 to 1 range. There's, there's a lot of guys here that I think – um you know, could certainly play well, but I don't know if they could win. Okay. But, but I do have a few guys in here that I like, Um, but we're seeing, you know, some, just some names in here that we're seeing Jason day about 80 to one. You got C woo 80 to one. I've seen them a little bit longer. Chris Kirk, um, you know, Alex Noren, who screwed a lot of people at the PGA championship, even with the good, I think he even had the good weather draw there, but yeah, so you got Alex Noren, you got Abraham Answer in here, you got Ricky Fowler in here. Uh, so there's a lot of good names in here. Bryson's in here, which is interesting at 100 to one, which I did I did write him down because I wanted to talk about him at that 100 to one number. But I'll I'll talk about him in a minute. Yeah, Bryson at 100 to one. Yeah, he's at he is at 100 to one right now. Um, I believe that's on DraftKings. Um, so. If we're starting though with my favorite play, it's Chris Kirk. I'm going going back to Chris Kirk again at at eighty to one, um, you know, and and that's the best number where I've seen Kirk. Kirk, you know, he is another guy playing, you know, really well this year. Top fifteen last week at the Charles Schwab, um, had a T five finish at the PGA Championship. Obviously, a very difficult course. Um, it, you know, if we go down and just kind of look at his history here you know t26 last year t52 in 2018 you got to remember in 2019 and 2020 you know kirk was kind of just coming back he was going through some stuff so you know the t26 last year i think was was very promising but then if you get get into the stats you know top 20 in ball <coughs> top top 20 in strokes gain approach top 35 in par 5 scoring he's fourth in strokes gained around the green he needs to get a hot putter. That's that's the weakness there for Chris Kirk. But at 80 to 1, I think this is a very good course fit for him. Then, then I do believe this is a C woo Kim week <laughs> this week at 100 to 1. Now, I know he came up on the graphic at 80 to 1, but I've seen him as as long as 100 to 1. I think we could get another get a C woo week, all right? And um you never know what's going to happen. You never know. But I'm feeling I'm feeling some Siwoo in this in this range. What, what, are you feeling Siwoo? I am. I'm feel, is he come, a, is, is he entering your body and, yeah, and yeah. giving you some excitement this week? For sure. Despite the fact that he hasn't had a top ten all year long, and he's made a ton of cuts. Uh, he had a nice ball striking week most last time he teed it up. And he's played well here before, I think. Maybe you reference. I, I like Siwoo this week, especially at that number. I mean, you th- there's a guy that can win anytime he tees it up on a world class golf course. You have to bet him that at that number. And on your Chris Kirk bet, I like that as well too. When you look at his his numbers, like on Fantasy National, it's all green for like yeah. two months. Yeah, it's really good. Now he's not a guy that's going to have any big surges. He's kind of just right around singles and doubles all the time. But you add up a bunch of singles and doubles this week and you get your hot putter, 
Like, it's your week. I will tell you on Chris, too, a recent caddy change for him. He's always been a guy that's bounced around, different guy every month or so. He's got Don Cooper on the bag now. Coop, everyone that Lucas Glover has ever had, Don Cooper. Uh, longtime Augusta National caddy, Augusta guys that you, you guys would know. Uh, great dude. And he is walking the fairways with Kirk now. And that's a game changer. And and, and so I, I really like Chris Kirk this week. And then Norin, who I've been on all year long, and I got burned yeah. by him. And, and I have no problem going back to him this week. Uh, I think that you think about his ball flight. He's a cutter. Uh, hits a high cut. Uh, he loves bent grass. Absolutely adores it. And uh, and so those are two things this week that work out really well. And he's coming in playing the most consistent golf he has in a really long time. Uh, hasn't quite been a guy that's figured out how to close the door in recent years. Uh, another guy, though, that has a veteran caddy on the bag, one of the all-timers, Dave McNeely. Uh, so I, I like Norrin again this week, especially because, like, he's even longer odds than he kind of has been in the last, you know, couple months, and he's still playing the same great golf. Yeah, yeah. No, I if you listen to us long enough, and I know you have, you know I'm a sucker for Alex Norrin, so <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a big fan there as well. We got to talk Bryson, though, because now the last – Three well, two events before this, he sort of hinted that he want he's going to play. He's been on the grounds, you know. He was at Southern Hills, he was at Colonial last week, and then he 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 you know withdrew from the tournament. I do feel like he actually might play this week. I, I feel like he might play, and but I don't know if I'm going to. I would not bet him at a hundred to one, even though that sounds like a great bet. Not betting. You think there's no chance he plays at all? No chance he plays this week. I already thought when I was looking at DraftKings the other day, I but saw he his say list like, was out. Didn't he say like he had like a uh, an Instagram post or something where he was like kind of hinting like he might play? Well, he but that ripping, is Bryson. That is Bryson, by the way. He was ripping drivers in his backyard last week, like full force. <laughs> he's got he's got the scar that he's showing every. That guy is so fascinating to follow. But he, I, I think he is. I don't know, twice as likely to tee it up next week in London than he is to tee it up this week in the Memorial. And I think he's been mm. playing a game this whole time. What should I do? What shouldn't I do? I've got this injury. That's convenient. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And I think you might see him in London next week. I'll be, I would, I wouldn't be surprised. I'll say that. Hey, uh, that's a hot take. <laughs> Sam Sam said, hey, where are your hot takes tonight? That's a hot take. I brought take. two. I brought I two. You could be right. I don't know. I I think Sam. I you really like want, that, don't you? you I really want to bring up. I, I really want to bring up the betting tour. wheel for this. Like, because I kind of want to say, like, he tees it up this week versus next week, but I don't know if we should do <laughs> like is it allowed for me and Cat- Caddy John to do a betting wheel? Yeah, I'll then? do it. I'll do it. All it takes think, is me signing off, right? I think we need to do the betting wheel. Right. If, if he's willing. All right. I'm, so, I'm Sam, when, when you're ready, we're going we're gonna to spin the wheel. So, so, wait, wait. Let's make sure we get the, the bet. We've got to get your bet squared away on the tee box before you tee off. What, yeah. What's the bet? Well, I think he plays this week. Okay. So, like, I will, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. I don't, you don't, you don't have to, like, he doesn't have to play in London. So it okay. can just be like, you take the side of whether or not he plays this week. We'll do that. Okay. I say he okay. does. You say he doesn't, yeah. right? No way. Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've watched up, this. I, <laughs> the triple ranch is just okay. death though. I do yeah. not want that. All right. You're, so are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. And it is. Triple Ranch Water. No way! <laughs> <laughs> you called it. Asking you will receive. No Kenny way. Charles. All right. All right. All right. We got it on. Jeez. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see what, I mean, it might be over. You might be able to tape this thing tonight when you get off the I, show. I mean, I could, see see could be done. <laughs> you what could else? already be over. <laughs> I, I like that. I'll, I'll, Triple I'll ranch water. That. Okay. Glad you played along. All right. We're going to move on to the next range. But before we do that, John, I got to talk about lawn care. All right. We're getting into the oh, yeah. summer. 
All right. You know, I used to dread taking the time and effort to fertilize my lawn, but now I look forward to it. Okay. Sunday's lawn care products are quick and easy and don't even have to go. You don't even have to go to the store. Everything is delivered right to your door. Okay. Does your lawn have weeds, bare patches, pet spots? Mine does. Sunday can help you solve all these problems and more the easy way. They've got everything you need from fertilizer to seeds to weed control, and it's all delivered right to your door. Okay? Let me tell you. My lawn is looking better than ever. I did it myself. They give you they they send you these kits. You just you just put the the thing in there that sprays it everywhere. It's very easy to do. Um, you know, they they send it to you, it, you know, you can go into their website, put in your address, and they custom fit a plan just for your lawn, okay? All right, your yard is your personal oasis. It deserves the best. Sunday helps you grow a beautiful lawn, controls pests, and fights weeds without all the toxic stuff. That's the key. We don't have all these toxic things going on your grass, ki- killing your gerbils whenever you're taking your gerbils out <laughs> to go to the bathroom and things like that. All right? This stuff really works. So here's what you need to do. Sunday is offering our listeners 20% off. Full season plans start at just $129, and you can get 20% off when you visit getsunday.com slash junkies at checkout okay that's 20 percent off your custom plan at getsunday.com slash junkies let me tell you you're using that stuff i my my wife showed me that the other week and i didn't know you guys were promoting it and i was intrigued i went to their website and i'm in the same deal i paid a guy last year and i'm like screw that don't i'm gonna do it on my own and i did it on my own the other week but i i would rather so I'm, I'm in. I'm going to go do it's it. It's fantastic. It's easy to do. It works, okay? They just send you these pouches, and they, they send you a sprayer. You stick it in there, hook it up to your hose, spray it on your grass. And then what they do, all of a sudden, you're thinking, okay, it's, it's in the winter. And you're thinking, I don't need to spray anything on my grass. And something shows up from Sunday, Sunday Lawn Care. They figured out the chemicals, or not the chemicals, the, the stuff that needs to go on your grass in the winter. They figured all go- this stuff out. Does it go over the snow up here in Nebraska? Yeah, well, I don't think you need you know, it. Once it's, you know, if you got, see, they probably aren't sending it to you if you're in a snow area. Right, see, I'm right. I'm not in, in a snow area of the country. So they're no, still not. sending me stuff at that point. Okay. I got you. Your grass anyway, grows year round. All, all right, right. I like it. Let's get into some long shots here. And we're, we're going to go pretty long here. Over 130 to one. So these are the bombs. All right. I don't have many bombs this week. I really don't. Um, you know, if you if you just look at this tournament in general, I just don't think it's one of those where we're going to see a huge, you know, some bomb outrights. A couple of guys that I'll mention, though. Yep. Anurban Lahiri is a guy who's been playing well this year. He's at 150 to 1. You know, who knows? Maybe he could get a win this week. He almost totally. got a win at the, at the freaking Players' Championship, all right? Another guy who is just a steady – you know, great player on tours, Kevin Strillman. He's at 180 to one on FanDuel. Strillman has an excellent track record here. He is, he's been fantastic. Um, I'm going to have to find him here, but I know he's been, I know he's been great. Um, so I, I think Strillman is a guy that uh, you could look at. Here you go. Last five, he's made the, the last five years, he's made the cut all five years. T13, T44, fourth place in 2019. T54 in 2020, and then a T13 last year in 2021. So Kevin Strillman at 181. I don't think you could, uh, you know, go too wrong with with a guy like that. Um, another guy that I, I could probably see, you know, me wanting to to look at betting is is a guy like, um, you know, Adam Hadwin is around 150 to one. Um, you know, but in general, I'm not really going to hang out too you know too much in these in this long shot area yeah no i i agree with you on lahiri i mean he's the best in, he's in good form um you know he had a baby last week on like monday and then flew in to schwab like on tuesday or wednesday teed it up didn't play great uh so he's played well here before i i, I don't mind that uh, a couple of the names that popped off to me that maybe you know a long shot win but maybe more top 20 or we go over to the the fantasy show. Um, I think, I think Cam Davis could, could make some sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he tears up the par fives. He's been playing decent recently. Um, 
always looking for that week where Patrick Rogers finally breaks through. Uh, he has played, you know, he's made a lot of cuts here in the past. Obviously a really good putter. Uh, recently made a caddy change in the last couple months. His ball striking numbers are finally in the positive. I think three or four weeks in a row he's gained uh, positive. Now this might be a little bit too big of a field for him to get that first win, but intriguing to watch. And then I was astonished. I mean, I know he's 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 one of our favorite people, but Joel Damon that he's two hundred and fifty to one, uh, you know, blew my mind. And and the other one was uh, Ryan Brem, who I, I have there's no chance he's going to win again. But like Ryan Brem was like 750 to one or something. The guy won like two months ago and, and, you know, he's, he's down there with the sponsors invites guys, but uh, you're right. I mean, it, it's going to be hard, hard to peg the right one down here. You want to look at a guy that, that has something to offer for this week or that, you know, has been catching it hot lately, like a Lahiri. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right. That is it across the board. Now, here, we've got to give our favorites for Covers.com. All right, these are our favorite bets that we've talked about tonight, and then we're going to give our favorite top 20s. And make sure, by the way, you check out our article that comes out on Covers.com where we cover head-to-heads, top 20s, whatever else in this article. So you need to go check that out. Um, All right, so for me, John, I'll start at the top here. I'm I'm going to go ahead and say Xander Schauffele is one of my favorite plays. If you get him around 20 to 1, I love him there. And then I like Hideki. I like Hideki getting him around that 28 to 30 to 1 number. I'm a huge fan of Hideki. I think this is a great course fit for him and I just I just love where his games at right now. So I I would I think he's one of my favorites. Then I'll go Chris Kirk at 80 to 1. I mentioned Chris Kirk and then Anarbon Lahiri, he'll be my long shot play at 150 to one. For top twenties, um, you know, I'll say that um, there's several in here that I think that I could that I like. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of Davis Riley as a top twenty at plus two hundred. I think that's a good number for him. A couple more, I like Matt Kuchar at plus two thirty as a top twenty. Um, also, you know what? We're getting. Uh, we're getting a guy like Ricky Fowler at plus two seventy five. He's been playing pretty well lately. Okay, yeah, been playing pretty well. A little bit longer shot top twenties that I do like this week. Um, you know, you've got uh, guys like Lucas Glover at plus five fifty. He's a you know another great ball striker. I like him at plus five fifty. Um, yeah. That's probably about it for me in this in this top twenty range. How about you? What do you what are your yeah. favorite bets? Favorite bets that we've talked about in the top twenties? Yeah, uh, well, I'll start at the top twenties just to work my way backwards. I guess um, you know I was intrigued by Fowler. I don't know on the top twenty, maybe more at like top forty, uh, but he does have a good course record here. I mean, the, the four of the last five times he's made the cut and finished inside the top twenty. He's at a second. He has had a little bit better form. I like that Patrick Reed bet this week as a top twenty. That's my favorite. Top 20, but I don't have a number on it. I don't have a number on any of these, but uh, I, I really like Brennan Steele this week as well. He he mm-hmm. finished ninth at the PGA and for some reason has sneaky good putting stats around this golf course, hitting the ball really well right now. So I think that's an intriguing one. Um, Alex Noren is kind of, you know, maybe the odds aren't as great for him on a top 20. I, I do like him on the outright. Um, I do like your Chris Kirk play as well. Um, and then coming up the board a little bit, I think you just have to stay with Cam Young. Uh, I like that play this week just to make sure you catch him. And then uh, because I like Xander as well, I'll say Shane Lowry at that 25 to one number uh, is another one that I like from uh, that we talked about earlier. Yeah, love it. I'm a big, huge fan of, uh, of Shane Lowry this week. Um all right, before we get out of here, we got to give a couple of prize picks plays. I don't know if you have any, but I do. Um, I don't know if you were able to look at it, um, but there are a few that I like. And I can uh, give some commentary on yours. Okay, well, here's the thing. When you look at prize picks this week, um, now I will be – I, I didn't – I wasn't able to do the Fantasy Golf Somalia last week. had a little um, – some family issues that I had to deal with, so wasn't able to put out the FGS. But this week I'm definitely going to do it. Um, it's interesting because now we don't have tea times yet or anything like that. I don't know what the weather is going to be like on Thursday, but I feel like the unders on scoring 
could hit, you know, for a lot of these guys. Now, you don't want to get too crazy, but there's a couple that kind of stand out to me that I'll give you, and then I'll I'll be talking about more of these on the Fantasy Golf Sommelier. But but a couple that I do like. One, Shane Lowry is at 71 strokes. That is the over-under. I like the under there on Shane Lowry of, uh, at 71, okay? You know, again, we got you know four pop, four four par fives here. They can score on a lot of these. Um, you know, if conditions aren't too tough, I do think day one scoring should be a little bit easier. So I like the under there for, for Shane Lowry. Another guy, Cam Young is at 72. I mean, I just, I feel like just, just a, just one under out of Cam Young is, is not too bad. So, I think if we're looking at some of these scoring stats or numbers for these guys on prize picks, I think those those are going to be good. What do you think, and, and that's really what I would ask you, what do you think day one, so prize picks, like, are you going to be looking for guys to score well on day one, or do you think it's going to be really tough on day one? Because that's what we're going to be looking at as far as our plays. No, when I just play uh, amateur weather forecaster, and I follow the weather all the time. I mean, as a caddy, that's what you're doing, you know, and, and it gets the forecast gets better the closer you get. But the forecasts are also so good these days that they can be pretty spot on. I think that front's going to blow through, and then you're going to get this really light, uh, you know, west breeze at like 5 to 10 miles an hour. The temp's going to be about 80. Like, there's not going to be that wind defense out there. And there's some golf courses that you need a little bit of wind to go low. And some, you, you kind of know what I'm saying. Like, it helps you get home on these holes. But this course, as we talked about earlier, isn't overly long. And if you don't have to worry about the iron part, when you can just step up and hit it to your spots and not have to factor that extra thing in, especially if you're swinging the club well, I think day one you're going to see really good scoring. And, and that's also going to be the case where, like, they want to see what they have with the course. They're going to monitor it, but we're already hearing from caddies like, hey, it's kind of firm out there early in the week. Well, if that's the case, it's more likely that it kind of gets firmer as the week goes on. So Thursday's going to be the softest you catch it. And if anything, they're going to tend on the setup end of being like, hey, let's make sure that this doesn't get out of control early in the week. So that's kind of my caddy perspective on how these things typically play out when I look at the weather forecast. Yeah, yeah, and that's, you know, when we're looking at prospects, all we're trying to do is, you know, just just take the over, the under, and and for me, a lot of times, the first day scoring, I, I tend to want to go unders uh, on scoring and then probably overs on birdies. So we'll, we'll see how that pans out. All right, well, that's the betting show. We're going we're gonna to shut this down, and then we're going to get into the DFS show in just a little bit. By the way, DB always likes to talk about, you know, doing a comment or something. I, I didn't really come up with a comment. You know, maybe comment on why Caddy John and I are the best. When we're <laughs> when I'm hosting and Caddy John is with me, uh, why we're the best. Or just hit. make sure you click like. I don't care. Do whatever. Um, all right, that's it for the betting show with the Tour Junkies for the Memorial. Thank you, Caddy John. And um, that's all I got. Thanks, Pat. Out!